Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. Today we'll be looking at Parashah Pinchas, which runs from Numbers chapter 25 verse 10 to chapter 30 verse 1. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website. If you could leave something behind for your children, what would it be? A house? A heap of money? Some wise advice? What about just some wonderful memories? Whatever your hopes and dreams are of leaving something behind for your children, or if you don't have any children, what your parents will leave behind for you, inheritances are deeply important. So important that people fight over them. As the old saying goes, where there's a will, there's a lawsuit. Then, of course, there are people like Karl Lagerfeld, the famous German fashion designer, who leave their fortunes to their cats. That's the perfect recipe for a family feud. It's tremendously sad that after the death of a loved one, more attention is sometimes spent on fighting about the inheritance than remembering their legacy. But of course, there are also some encouraging stories, such as the one that we find in our parasha this week. This week's portion is another mix of various topics such as idol worship or Joshua succeeding the aged Moses and a comprehensive list of sacrifices that we had to offer on a regular basis and at special times. But in the midst of this all, there is a massive census, the second one of the book. Time has flown by and our people have been wandering around the desert for 40 years. The generation that rebelled had almost all perished and so it was time to make a count again to get ready for our entry into the land. But amidst the statistics, we find that God already starts to talk to our people about their inheritance, the allotment of land that he was going to give them upon entering the land. This land would then be passed down to their children and to their children and children's children and, well, you get the point. Then we read the heartwarming story of five sisters who approach Moses and ask him to intervene for them. Their father died without having a son and, according to tradition and custom, they would inherit nothing. Instead, the inheritance would be divided among the man's brothers, as was usual. Today, as we read the story, we might not think much of it, but back in an age where women's rights were laughed at, it's incredible that God, through Moses, sets a precedent and allows these daughters to inherit instead of their uncles. It's beautiful. These two incidences, the story of the daughters and the inheritance of the land, are important because they teach us that inheritances should be gifts, things that we don't deserve. It wasn't because they behaved so well that our people were given the land of Israel as a place to live, nor did the daughters receive their inheritance for being particularly virtuous, even if they were brave. Indeed, some parents make inheritance plans for their children before they're even born. Practically speaking though, as we well know, it often works differently. Children are disinherited because of their actions, wives are disinherited because of divorce, much needed wealth is given to animals or social welfare causes instead of to its rightful recipients. But originally it wasn't supposed to be like this. But let's fast forward several thousand years. Our people have received their inheritance, the land of Israel, and passed it on and on and on. But due to their rebellion, they are no longer a free sovereign nation, but are suffering under the Romans. One of the itinerant rabbis starts to tell his listeners a story about an inheritance. There once were two sons. The one asked the father for his inheritance while the father was still alive. He then took it and wasted it on crazy living and finally had nothing left. But when he came back deeply grieved at his behavior, 
his father took mercy on him and welcomed him back and restored him to his former position. This story shocked the people. Asking for an inheritance while the father was still alive was essentially wishing him dead. Furthermore, the son then wasted his inheritance and had nothing to pass on to his children. This man deserved to be abandoned, punished, perhaps even executed. He certainly didn't deserve the mercy that his father showed him, that was for sure. And yet this brilliant, captivating story told by the wise rabbi is our own story. Our father, God, has promised us an inheritance, but instead of waiting for what he'd planned, we left him and spent our energy on things that won't last. We do this every day with our time, our strength, our money, spending them on good things, yes, but things that won't last. One day, whether it's sooner or later, we'll realize that we've hit rock bottom. We've got nothing left and none of the stuff that we spent our life on has satisfied us. We haven't found what we're looking for. But the great news is, as our Messiah Yeshua told us in the story, that we can always return to God through Him. Our Father is willing to welcome us back, forgive us and restore us. We won't get back what we've squandered, but as long as we're with Him, we'll have everything we need and more. But this story wouldn't be a story about an inheritance without a fight. It turns out that this son who's wasted his father's inheritance has an elder brother, and the brother is not too happy about his little brother coming back. He starts complaining to his dad and refuses to join the big party. I'm not sure which son in the story you can relate more to. Perhaps you feel like you've ruined your life, wasted your inheritance, and just need mercy. Or maybe you feel like you're a good person who's lived a good life and hasn't put a foot wrong. Whichever one you identify with, by the end of the story, one thing is clear. Both sons needed to be in a loving relationship with their father, yet neither was. The one left home, the other stayed, but he was self-righteous and he didn't know his father. Whether you're religious, superstitious or sacrilegious, you and I, we all need to be connected to our heavenly father. So after this week, perhaps it's time to sit down and write your will. Perhaps it's time to sort out things with that estranged child of yours. Or perhaps it's time to do a business of a different sort with God. Wherever you are, whatever you've done, He's waiting for you, just like the father in the story, to come back because He longs to be in a relationship with you. He longs to give you your inheritance, everlasting joy and contentment, fulfillment and happiness in His presence. Both now, yes, but also in the world to come. The question is, do you want this inheritance? That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our Parashah Espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youthenfearjesus.de.